Chris, we need to have a talk about video games. Oh. Guys, I'm right here. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> video games. We need to have a talk shut, about shut it, video games. Video games. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Just the intervention that is video games. Video games. Hey guys, the, can we splurge uh, on something? It's been real. Your, your pop screen is truly fucked. I know. I, so when I said, "Can we splurge?" You know what? This is a, when can I said that we can splurge on something. <laughs> I meant we could splurge on. Could we splurge on new pop screens, please? Yeah, we should. We should. We probably should. You can't hear any of those pops because I have this whole setup is so fancy, except for these these old speed ass these beat ass pop screens. Because I want to. I can't. Pooched ass pop screens. Pooch. They used to just be pooched. It was cute when they were pooched. Now they're just busted. Now they're just fucking. Now they're just ugh. They're they're friends that I cut off. Done meth for ten years. It's unfortunate. Damn, they suck so bad. <laughs> They're so yeah. shitty. I mean, the thing that's funny is that yours really is the worst. Like all of ours, <laughs> all are, ours are like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what fine. this is. I, I feel know. like it's somebody gives me the worst one. Although maybe I fiddle with mine so much that it's it's become bad. It like, might you know. also be that yours has gone in and out of the um of the dr- of the, the drawer. drawer that everyone else is. Oh, it's pitiful. It's tired and broken, like 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 that joke. like this like this podcast. <laughs> no, oh, this is gonna be a good one. No, <laughs> no, it's not gonna be a good one. It's gonna be great. It's always a good you know one. what it's gonna be. I don't because I've got to mute my phone. Oh man! Damn it! I almost trumped him on the it's. What's wrong with you? Well, it's July 30th, 2014. This is Idle Thumbs 169. That's what's wrong with Bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> we all had to get in on that. Podcast of love. It's 169. Yeah. I mean, I'm still just, I'm still Chris Remo over here. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I'm distracted by Sean's love. His eyes of love. <laughs> yeah. His love looks. He is being very suggestive. That There's is a lot a, of eyebrow That is an eyebrow wag. Like, that's like... Go on. Tell me what it is. <laughs> Tell me what told, it is again, actually, I Jake. I'll <laughs> oh, just keep telling me what it is, Jake. Tell me what it is one more time. Let's do it around again. That's so a really we... nice eyebrow waggle. No, tell me what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah? Oh, I... Tell me what it I, is. I imagine you want to know the date that this podcast was released. I would like to know what it is, because I know what it is. <sighs> he just wants to hear you say it. It's July 30th, 2014. Yeah. This is Idle Thumbs 169. Oh, I'm Chris yeah. Remo. Yep. I'm Jake Rodkin. Yep. <laughs> I'm Sean Vanneman. And I'm Danielle Riendo. <laughs> I was expecting a yeah. podcast of love, like 
I'm Danielle Riendo. Oh, I could but do there that. was like a, there was a high pitched yeah. warble <laughs> that <laughs> was the opposite. It was very <laughs> skeptical. <laughs> was, I'm that? Danielle Riendo and I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my mom? It was I her know anniversary where my mom 10 is. years ago. 10 years. 10, <laughs> 10 days ago, <laughs> 10 excuse me. Days. Yeah. Yes, my mom called me as soon as I got here today uh, to the Campo Santo studio. In fact, the Idle uh, Thumb Studio. Yes, please. okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. The Idle Thumb Studio. For, uh, the IRS knows this is the Idle yeah. Thumb yes, Studio. Yes, clearly this is the Idle Thumb Studio. How could I have gotten that mixed up? There's a Campo Santo logo on the outside of it. Yeah, there kind of is. <laughs> That's how I know where it is every time. I don't know the number. I just look for the you know the logo. It helps me. It Never helps take me a, a lot. lift. You know. Yeah. Yeah, never take a lift. This podcast not brought to you by Lyft. No, not today. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Call us. <laughs> yeah. Lyft, we love you. Hey, how about you. those video games? No. I want to talk about how I don't like Lyft more. <laughs> <laughs> the old man cast. And I hate Lyft. Well, I, I'd, I'd be on the old woman cast. You know, I could, I could do that. They hate Lyft, too. I, I'm <laughs> they hate Lyft just as much. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the game that I know that you and I both played? Yes, I would really like to talk about that game. I do, too, because that game is crazy. It's insane. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're talking about a game called Velvet Sundown. That's correct. It is a all-multiplayer conversational role-playing game that takes place on a yacht? So it's sort of like if you were to take all the parts of a Bioware RPG exactly that right. have nothing to do with the gameplay, and it's just the awkward, stilted conversations mm-hmm. you have with people. Only every one of those and characters, unmotivated camera cuts. Yeah, and <laughs> ridiculous camera cuts, and worse than an actual Bioware RPG. You know, like characters clipping into each other all the time. Yeah, that it sort is. Of thing it looks. Happens. I mean, what? This is a little like probably inside, but Jake, it looks like a Telltale game at like like alpha or beta you know what i mean like just sort of like oh yeah this is gonna once you know once parsons gets on this (laughs) this is gonna look good but obviously nobody's really gotten to this yet sort of situation (laughs) is the game like a final released game or it's a free-to-play game on steam that i mean when you say free-to-play do you mean free or do you mean free to play it is free to play but they have We'll get to that, I guess. You buy, so you go into a scenario okay. and they assign you a character and they tell you kind of what your goals are and what your backstory is and what you're here and what you're out to go do. So you have, so you some, don't choose a character. No, it's, it's, it's randomly assigned. That's cool. But then there are, um, you can purchase other scenarios. Huh. So it's free to like play the one that takes 30 to 40 minutes, they say. And it's, I imagine because it's all like explicit story content. You would get to a point where you're like, oh, I like this game, but yeah, I've tried to sell the guy the drugs and so get tased so many, so many times <laughs> that I'm ready to move on. It, everyone in it is a, a real a person. Player? Is every, yes. Okay, and, I have a real question and, for you yes. because I've, I was playing it last night. Is literally everyone a player? I think so, yeah. What? Everyone is real. The people on my server were crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what the appeal of this you, game you is. You described it as Bioware-like. Does that mean that it's dialogue tree-based? You don't choose dialogue trees. You, you choo- in. You take actions, and then you literally type what you're saying <laughs> And it fucking Apple talks what you're saying. Wait, so do people it just does. go blah, 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 No, no, like, hello there. Hello, no, I know that, but I mean, do yeah, people exactly just, right? No, that's not what I mean. Do, we, do people just type garbage? No, people. Sometimes. So those are sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Or but it's a crazy fever dream nightmare where 
your character. I'm clipping, I think, over there. Hello there, C-H-R-I-S-R-E-M-O-4-2. Episode 169. C-H-R-S-R-E-M-O-4-2-0. Weed avatar. Or whatever emoji. What I love about Jake's Apple Talk voice is that it's the reason we became friends at Telltale because I heard him doing the fucking cops from oh Sam and Max God. who are that voice. One of them is. Yeah. Which one is? I, don't I, don't know. Know. I can't remember their names. And anymore. I was like, oh, it's that guy's funny. That was like really like one of the first things. One <laughs> of the first things the I ever heard you do is just like meh, 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 or whatever the fuck that voice Beautiful is. Beautiful bonding. It's Macintosh Pro Bruce high quality. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> It's only that when you You're say such it in the a voice, special though. creature. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce. Only Bruce. High quality. Please, Danielle. Yes, yes, it's clearly. only because when you select the name from the Bruce. list, he, he, like, just, it just says Bruce, but his sample text is American Talk Pro Bruce. High quality. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. Oh so, yeah, everybody has one of those in the game. Yeah. You have to play this. It's <laughs> amazing. It's 300 megs. It's really This is one of those games where, like, if I had to guess every, if I, you know, they're like put infinite monkeys in front of a typewriter and they create the works of Hitler. This is the kind okay, of one. You know what? You misheard that. Same, same thing. It's uh, true. Statistically, Hamlet and Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf <laughs> yeah, no, you know yeah. why I said that? You know why I said Hitler? I realized now is because when you guys were talking about fucking like Weed Lord 420, I just immediately started thinking of like Hitler Solo 69. Yeah. Like, you know, just like all those other right. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the internet bullshit just melded a little right. bit. Yeah, so I just yeah. Hitler was like the first public figure that came into my brain because as it would be yeah because we we're just thinking of horrible internet people yeah exactly <laughs> Hitler was a massive troll yeah I mean the crazy thing about <laughs> this game lightly. is that some people are just you know either sociopathic 12 year olds or, or whatever but some people actually really get into sort of role playing mm-hmm. and they get into role playing in ways that the game never intended so the first game I played most of the people who were in it were, were more or less playing it, you know, I need to be a spy, I need to be a whatever. And it's very, like, spy, James Bondish sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Most of, most of the characters have some sort of element of espionage or there's some mm-hmm. sort of secret information, that sort of thing. But the first game I played, there was a guy who committed to this role of being um, the preacher and priest of John Madden, the fingerless god. And, like, he stayed with it the whole way. The entire 30 minutes, he was telling us everything about the fingerless god, about how John Madden ruled the world and prayed to the fingerless god. Like, he was giving sermons. He was preaching. <laughs> it's on Polygon on your... Yeah, exactly. Your, yeah. What was, his, I, I what put was this your video intended role in the narrative? He was supposed to be... I think the name is Malik, and he's supposed to be sort of like a... a fiction, there's a fictional Caribbean nation, and he was like a, a diplomat or a dignitary or, or It something. all works. I don't understand. The thing okay, is, if you hold... If you, if, sorry. Right if, in the game, if you, if you settle on a voice or a concept, then the goals you have will almost always sync up. Yeah. Like, I yeah, was totally. Mary. She, did you play her? So what was her objective? I've not had Mary yet, no. I had to, like, sell drugs, basically. I was working on this yacht, but couldn't make ends meet, so I had drugs to sell, essentially. Uh, I didn't really give a fuck about my objective, (laughs) because I was so just 
flabbergasted. Like, like I don't know, like, like I was just nonplussed by this game. Like, I was just so bewildered that I couldn't figure out. I was like, everybody I walked up to, I'm like, all right. I was, I was just like in meet everyone mode. I got all my things and started to try to distribute them. And then I tried to find somebody to like, somebody who's supposed to pay me for my drugs with a certain yeah, casino it's chip some weird yeah it, it's so, like a, a but the thing is is like all the narratives thing. have like this this element of like drug use in them as far as i could tell whether like there's like five different drugs in the fucking game like there's i was like drugs. selling like yeah i was basically selling a version of meth and then like you can like somebody has a version of like lsd and there's a version of like like an We're, edible so, pot yeah it's sorry, crazy sorry if i've just like misunderstood something or like i don't know <laughs> no, there's. It's really tough to it's, figure out. Because, weird, but that's what yeah. makes it good. Actually, no, I, I love that. I'm, I want to. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you piqued my interest. So right. So there are like discrete objectives that are assigned by the game, not the players. Yeah. How do you, how does the game ensure that the players will cooperate? Right. No, they're individual. So, like, do you have goals. an inventory that includes drugs? That's the thing that I, and then yeah. say, I want to buy them, and then there's a transaction yes. mechanic. Yeah, but I, and I think the way it all works is like, oh, your name. I correct. I've only I haven't played enough, so I don't yeah. know because that's the thing that like the opaqueness of the systems of the game and the goals of the game are so. It's so like it's by opaque. I just mean concrete wall. <laughs> like it's so yeah. hard to see through <laughs> that I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but. And that's actually my thesis about it. But we'll get, well, I'll get to what I yeah, really think about the sure. game. But I just kind of keep doing it because this doesn't exist. This game doesn't exist. It's like walking around the Citadel. You remember? It's exactly yes, like that. It's yes, like in Mass Effect. The part when the guy's game. like, my wife's yeah, body yeah. got yeah, blown exactly. up. But they're holding it and they won't let me have a funeral. And you go talk to the, the military and yeah. they're like, oh, well, it's evidence. And you're like, oh, okay. Right, but in this case, the guy's like, 420, smoke weed every day. <laughs> and they're like, no, I gotta bury this guy. Exactly. Nobody, tr- I got no, the only people on my server were like, into it. Which is the best. So you were in like deep role playing, like really going for it? Yeah, and the only thing I can compare it to is going to something like Speakeasy SF or Sleep No More. Yeah, where, like, okay. The, the fact that there's so many, like, this game exists. Fuck, like, people, despite their best judgment, made this game. <laughs> like, so, and it's real. Like, it's a real fucking game with real systems, and a lot of it's really shoddy and needs to be improved, and the cinematics are garbage, and there's just some really wonky shit in it. It's like, it feels I mean, like an it's, alpha to it's me. part of the appeal. But there's so much to the game, and yeah. there's so much energy put into it that's so obvious that you sort of feel like you have to go along with it. If that makes sense. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? When you show up at anything, at any... This is probably a very like small percentage of the readers who have gone to any sort of live theater event, like the two that I just mentioned. When you, you like walk... The interactive theater, responsive stuff. Yeah. Not, not just a live theater event. Right, right. Yeah. But a responsive theater. Speakeasy SF is the one that I went to with uh, Zach from Kingdom of Loathing, uh, who shares an office with, with us. He brought me, and it was like the greatest gift anybody's ever given me. But people just start acting at you, and they're like engaging you in real conversation but it's the 1940s and they're talking about your old lady and stuff and you have to just stick with it you just go with it yeah yeah Yeah. and because there's so much energy being burned in the pursuit of this very like specific entertainment product you would feel like such a dick oh yeah nice for being like yeah (laughs) yeah you know yeah you know like for like for trolling it and i'm sure those people exist but again and also the game is so bizarre that it hasn't 
it's not mass enough it's, to it's attract. An, yeah, which and it yeah. probably also makes it at least slightly like elastic or like, resistant to light trolling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, have yeah. to you'd have to really yeah. push to break it outside of the. And again, like if that's the thing, if somebody shows up as a like what, and it's such a like dead to language word to say troll. I think, but if somebody shows up and is trying to ruin the experience, the thing about internet trolls is they usually only have like one or two narratives or modes or things they say. Right. So you're like, oh, that's just the salty waiter who keeps calling me faggot. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like, that's just, that's really fucked up. But I'll just ignore that guy because you right. internalize it in the narrative. You're like, oh, that's just an insane rude person. <laughs> Because he's a person sure. on the screen. Yeah, he's, he's not like we're that. all we're not all trying to complete a um a completely abstracted objective like I would in like Dota, for example, or you know League of Legends right. or whatever. Yeah, you're actually interacting with a personality. Well, you could be like, all right, I've got my business, you've got yours. I'm just gonna go do my thing. <laughs> right. It's like living in San Francisco and you're just trying to get to the Walgreens and there's the guy at the door who's like screaming about the blacks and you're like. All right. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to move on okay. from you. Yeah. You are a character in the story of my moment, and I need to leave <laughs> right now. And well, that's exactly to, how it feels say, in the game. Like, I have encountered a troll, but it was it was also kind of hilarious. Like, So there was, there was a person who was playing as a woman, and she was supposed to be an attractive movie star type, and she just kept trying to solicit sex from everyone, that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. like, it became something that we all, the rest of the people in the game, just sort of were like, okay, honey, uh, maybe later. <laughs> and then like, kind of went on with the game. And, and it, it came true that, that every, I think, I think anyway, that the game is balanced in such a way that all of your objectives, you know, are sort of tightened to meet, you know, there's sort of a one-to-one ratio, like with which characters get placed in each scenario. Right. And so she had something. So like everyone could conceivably complete theirs, or like yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think she had something that somebody else needed, and that person needed that thing to give me something. You know, it's, it's a convoluted sure. system or yeah. whatever, but, but it's very much like that. Like, yeah, you need this, he needs this, he needs this, and it's it, a tight loop. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it, it's pretty simple stuff. It's sort of like I need to exchange this for this. You know, but that does sound like those. That sounds like an, a multiplayer version of the Mass Effect quest Absolutely. on the Citadel or Novaria or something where it's like, yeah. if all those NPCs were also people, they would all be corresponding with each other. Cause you're trading this for right. that. Because exactly. You're gonna the guy who wants the body there, actually like, needs yeah, it because right. he's going to pay off a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to yeah. use your charm or your, you right. know, whatever, uh, intimidation factor. But like, we actually, you know, we kind of figured out that, Oh, this one, this person, whatever is not, isn't playing anymore. And they just sort of quit out. And the, the character model awkwardly stood in a very strange pose for like the rest of the game, the, the next 10 minutes out of a, you know, 25 right. minute game. And we all just kind of went with it and we we're like, well, nobody's getting their objectives done. So let's talk about seafood and let's talk about, you know, all sorts of weird things. And it's just became like this bizarre role playing situation mm-hmm. where we were like, well, we're James Bond tropes. So why don't we talk about food? Let's talk about the weather. Like it just became this insane, ridiculous thing that was happening that's the best in multiplayer i've I've told the story on this podcast before so sorry to those who have heard it but like (laughs) what episode somebody knows (laughs) what if it was episode 69 (laughs) let's just say that it was 100 episodes ago yeah uh i was playing halo 2 and someone on the server it's just a multiplayer game like just a straight up like team deathmatch i think and uh and someone like put their pl- plugged their stereo into the like mic in on the <laughs> Xbox or I don't remember how they yeah in an Xbox 360 controller I guess 
and like was just blaring Neil Diamond like <laughs> on like um uh proximity mic. Like, yeah. he went into this, like, bowl. I forget what the name of this map was, but there's, like, a big shallow bowl in the middle of one of the Halo 2 multiplayer maps that, like, team games tend to converge around. And he's went out in the middle there and was blasting Neil Diamond. He's like, hey, everyone, Neil Diamond dance party. And he's just jumping around and doing the, like, squat thing to, to jump up. The, like, the teabag thing. Yeah, right? the teabag yeah, yeah. thing. And everyone on the server just got fucking into it and was, like, all jumping around, like, in the middle of the thing and, like, squatting up and down. And there was one guy... On, like, Red Team or whatever. And he was like, this sucks. You guys suck. Halo, you're supposed to kill each other. And he would, like, start shooting people. And then everyone would instantly just, like, smash him in the face until he died and would, like, just continue dancing. And this went on for just, like, 20 minutes. And, like, that was the experience on that server that day. Yeah. Yeah, Like, it's only possible online that this sort of, like, just complete random insanity converges in that sort of way. It's it's kind of beautiful. I mean... Yeah, it feels... Like the objectives are there for the all. The only purpose the objectives are there for is to create unexpected right. human moments, and that's so totally like fine. Prompts, yeah. prompts. Yeah, it's like a writing prompt. It's, it's like kind of an icebreaker. You need to sell these yeah. drugs. <laughs> but that guy is praying to the god of John Madden. So enjoy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. He was totally down to try all the drugs too. That guy who was playing the John yeah, Madden. obviously I saw that video. guy is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's okay, remind me the name of this game because it's free. Velvet Sundown. All right, Velvet it's Sundown. It's free. Yeah. And so, did you buy the other ones? No, I haven't yet. But I like I had a non-optimal first experience. First off, the game controls like shit. Oh yeah, you can't tell what. Wow, that was one of the bigger. I just thought I would kick the whole table. You're like, it does not. Those controls are fine-tuned. <laughs> Years. <laughs> Player controller programmer was lead programmer on god of war <laughs> says jake i don't know maybe he was i don't know i have no idea who actually made this game drama games their name is actually drama games drama, ga- drama games drama games drama games <laughs> drama games you, you get sick drama- on a boat get your drama games right here <laughs> drama uh, so so you were saying it controls poorly controls poorly the animations are like i mean it it's not finished Right? Oh, yeah. I, is it, it in early be. access? or is No. It, right? It doesn't I mean, say early access. I mean, it's not... I just hope the game does really well. When did it come I out? Too, and like then they can week, put a bunch of money on it. The 22nd? Okay. Or yeah. maybe just last week? Hopefully okay. people are hungry for more scenarios. You have to play it. It's a game that you have to play, and I have played not enough of it to... It's, I've played enough to talk about Idle Thumbs, which we know is a very small bar. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I feel right now that I haven't played enough of it. But yeah. I want to... Yeah. It sounds fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I've played a few games at this point, and just it, well, your video on Polygon was like half an hour. Yeah, it was yeah, a full no. game. Was a I full just game. sort of yeah. like you know put together a full game, and somebody definitely made like a really gross off color comment that I just sort of cut out. But otherwise, it, that was just a full game. Yeah. So it was it was sort of worth sharing. It was like just watch this insane experience and and revel and just. I how just love that it, it exists. It's it's so stupid. It's not stupid actually, but it's disappointing. But for a game to be so far off the norm yeah for a multiplayer game just for you're controlling a human avatar for it to not have a weapon and for it to be about these abstract bizarre just it's about entertainment in a way that games assume entertainment is like action well there have to be like this the way that this thing is structured there have to be 
sort of adventure-influenced MUDs, like old-ass multi-user text-based stuff that was like this, but that's so out of vogue. It's so far afield from the way that you think about how you, like, putting that, like, it seems like they came at it from the Mass Effect direction, but it probably, like, it's It's text parser-based. Like, there's just a ton of stuff that is just... So far back down the, the like the tree of video games that you don't. It's you tutorial never... is garbage, right? It's mm-hmm. what? Sorry, the tutorial is garbage, right? Oh, it's the worst. The tutorial is going to take ten minutes, and it took thirty seconds, seconds yeah. to like figure out. And I'm like, oh, is this? That, that's what made me think the game wasn't finished because it's right. like, oh, it should take about ten minutes. And then you walk up, you talk to a cardboard cutout, and there's and nothing else to you do. You click on a. <laughs> and on then a I person. thought the game was broken, and I walked out of the exit, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm ready for this experience. <laughs> <laughs> You don't, there's no need for a tutorial in this game. It's just yeah. walk around and talk to people. I think it's there not is hard. a need for this tutorial, though. That's the one thing I would say about the game is that <laughs> I don't know where the seams are. Like, I don't know. In they sp- could really fuck with you. I have no having, idea how big the box if is. If the tutorial was just a one-to-one interaction with one other person who was also going through the tutorial. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I don't know how to play this game. What's matchmaking what's now. On? That's almost what it feels Hello. like. And then you're just that's what I would the, design, actually. Like the twin in a mirror exactly thing. That's what like I would do. You put your Ugh. hand up, and then they put their hand up, and you like try to jump <laughs> back in front of the mirror to like see if, they, if they'll do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. You guys have to play it. Yeah. Sounds like I agree. It. You have to play it. I mean, there's no, there's a very low bar to playing it. You don't have to pay sure. for no, anything. it's free, just, and it's like, it's, it took, small. it's 400 megs or something. It says yeah. 700, but it was only 400. Yeah, it's it's an easy... <laughs> <laughs> Tutorial will take it 10 minutes. Lied. Game will require 700 <laughs> megabytes of hard drive. Um, no, it said it needed 700 megs when I went to download right it. Right, no, I just like complete 308. It's, like, it's making all these claims that there's way more going on, and it's like, oh, I, well, it, it does feel that way. Scenarios cost $49.99. Eight dollars. <laughs> you're, you're kidding, <laughs> but it feels that, that way. It, it, <laughs> it's just everything's bigger. Yeah, it's, it's not even a marketing thing. It, it, but it does feel that way. We're like, where this game is making some. Big fucking promises in its design. In this the sheer like from Jump Street, its design. But I don't know how many of them it's fulfilling, except I'm still curious. It's right. really worth your time. Okay. You have nothing to lose except your life and your time. <laughs> <laughs> Try Velvet life. Sundown. The only cost is opportunity cost. Yeah. Damn. Twenty and minutes with an of your life. Like this. How can you say no? I, I can't. This episode is brought to you by... <laughs> this, by oh, my God. Opportunity. So, guys, that was actually like a 40-minute ad for Velvet Sundown. <laughs> a 40-minute ad for Velvet Sundown. A free game. <laughs> Trolls like shit. <laughs> False promises. I don't know. The game is... Needs tutorial. Only 380 megabytes. <laughs> Said it was 700. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. 30-second tutorial. I'm really excited for... Well, Jake won't play it, but I'm really excited for you to... Schneider lens. Photo printer. What, Charles? What are you talking about? SD card. <laughs> Talk about a classic home shopping network blooper. Look at that horse. Oh, I've seen that. Yep. <laughs> My producer is telling me. My producer, Tara Cates, informs me. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, a butterfly. A butterfly. It may That's in fact be a moth. moth. <laughs> <laughs> the the main tail. A bushy tail. Sorry. What, were you what are we? Okay. <laughs> that was. I feel like Velvet Sundown inspired that. 
Like the, the kind of yeah, mindset that was you have a velvet to get into. Interaction. That's, that's what we just perfect. had was a velvet right. sundown. If interaction. I play this game and then I make a reference to that home shopping network blooper, then the other person becomes like the other half of a conversation. They probably about would. It. Yeah. I, I would buy all the other scenarios. You should definitely play it then, because there's a non-zero percent chance that that happens. <laughs> and it's one of the only games for which that could be yes, true. Yes, that's true. Exactly right. Yeah. And that yes. is why I love it. This game is not good. If I had to put a number on it because I was a reviewer, that number would not be a high number. Except well, it would also be a hundred because this game is completely so different this is like, yeah. than everything that exists. It's the reason we should continue to spend money developing it's crazy also the reason, fucking oh man, things. I was going to say it's the reason you shouldn't score game reviews, but you write for Polygon as I a reviewer. Oof. Well, oh. the poly means many, which is a. That's why they update Which their means scores. number. Yeah, we can update it's in the we name. can update our scores infinitely. So the score for this game, just whenever you is, reload is it, would three be and three and ten. Or ten. Oh, that would yes. be such a good usage of your review score system. Oh my god, I think it would. would. Be to randomize the Today is a three, tomorrow it's a ten. It just goes between it's yeah. every time you refresh. Oh the my page. gosh. If I was yes. a reviewer at Polygon, that's probably what I would make it a plea you to just do. Yeah. Until McElroy then the comments smacked me in the face. Three only Ten, Ten only. <laughs> clearly, clearly sold yeah, out. The best part about that would be the, the people screaming Ten at each other only. in the comments for being idiots. Can't you read, idiot? But then you then put a video up that is that conversation put through a Macintosh voice. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Learn to read. Um, the thing oh, your voice is different than mine, and good. We could have a conversation. Yeah, you guys could have an entire podcast You guys should have a Velvet, like a velvet Sundown conversation I, right now about what you're going to say. That would be beautiful. I was going to address you, though, not not Jake. Address me, and Jake will speak for me. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'll, ty- I'll move my fingers as if I'm typing, and Jake will speak. He'll, he'll Chris won't play, won't play this game. Wow. I mean, this particular conversation, he will play the actual game. Okay, go ahead. So the thing you were saying about the you're probably not a mic. Yeah, the there. thing you were saying about <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I was going to say that you were pointing out that this game is unlike other games, and so you might have to adjust your score commensurate to that. <laughs> I can't do the rest of this in this. That's fine. That's fine. That's <laughs> plenty. That was good. Your though. point was came across. Um, so Jake, I was uh, Jake. Can you please tell Chris? That yes, I feel as if you have to take the landscape of the gaming. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Dive smorgasbord. As if you have to take the landscape of the gaming uh, smorgasbord <laughs> into consideration when giving a review. Into consideration when you oh the not her I lost it. It just disappeared. When giving a review. <laughs> He's really good at that yeah. last second. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I it's saw really I saw Boyhood this past weekend. Your voice was oh, you I only took a half step back to Chris on uh, <laughs> I saw <laughs> Boyhood <laughs> this weekend. I saw that this weekend as well. Yeah, what did you guys say? Oh Boyhood, I saw that this weekend. Oh my god. You did you not? Yeah, I did. You see, am I the only person who hasn't seen Boyhood? Yeah, and you remember this when I was weekend screaming also. at you yeah, in the you office. So, mad so I got I really it. mad at Chris earlier because I was saying, "Oh, I want to see the new Tinker Tailor or the new Jean Le, Jean Le Carre movie," and he's like, "Oh, I saw that this weekend." I was like, "Oh, and I really want to see Boyhood." He's like, "Oh, I saw that this weekend." I'm like, "Motherfucker!" It's like I don't like being around people who have seen the movies that I want to see because I know the experience is like it. within feet of me inside their goddamn skull. <laughs> And I'm just worried that it'll... Well, Chris is going to talk about it on the podcast now, so let's Go just... Ahead. I'm not going to talk about the actual content of the film. I'm just going to say um, there was a good observation by someone on the Slate uh, Culture Gap Fest, which I 
listened to mistakenly thinking you had recommended it to me, but it, it was good anyway. Is it so good wait, still? I like it. Okay, but, I'll switch over. I'll, I will add that to my yeah. my rundown. Um, oh, and I downloaded the political one. Was oh, good it's good. Um, but yeah, Excellent like plots. One Dickerson, of the, so good. Yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the people on it was saying, you know, if we lived in a world, so Boyhood, the conceit of the film is that Richard Linklater, the director, spent twelve years filming this movie as all of its principal characters or actors, including the like main character boy who ages from age seven to age 19 in the film, like ages year by year as all the scenes of the film progress. And it's an amazing thing to see. Like it's crazy. Like it's, it's not crazy as you're watching it because it just, you don't necessarily think about it, but then you think back a few scenes and you're like, Jesus Christ, that was 10 minutes ago. And it was a year ago for this person. Um, but yeah, so like someone on the on that podcast was pointing out, like, I don't know if this is necessarily like a great movie in a world in which people are constantly spending a decade and a half, like, filming people and right. making these huge movies. Like, in were this a thing that we could just see all the time? I don't know if this would necessarily rank as like an incredible achievement, but you have to look at that in the context. Of what um, film is. Yeah. yeah. Because it's so, like, <clears throat> I actually... There will like, not be another movie like this. Yeah, not, not anytime soon, right? Or at least not frequently. Um, and I, I like... <laughs> Boyhood makes $300 million. <laughs> yeah, right. And, like, every executive well, at Time of, Warner, Warner Brothers, like, you five year seven-year-old who's going to be hot in 12 years. <laughs> you know what is going to happen, though? You know what I guarantee will happen? Is a bunch of kids in, like, high school AV class now oh, God, are going to yeah. think that they're going to start doing this tomorrow... You know what I mean? Like yeah, when I'm you're okay that age, that, you get like yeah. you see a movie and that gets you excited, and you're like, "That's or like read a book or whatever, listen to an album." That's and the problem. Like, That's why I'm bad at everything. The fucking movie I saw was The Rock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I bet there's so many people who like have started now filming their like sophomore year shithead friends, being like, "Guys, this is gonna be amazing. We're gonna be like 30, and it's gonna be crazy." That's definitely happening currently. Um, so is. I'm okay with that. It's fine. And the hopefully entire... one of them gets released and is good. God, you know the other weird example of this that was not intentional was the like kid Indiana Jones movie. Oh God! Like those those young kids Indiana who, Jones like, in like 1990. Did the oh, shot of Raiders or whatever? Yeah, no, they were the, the kids. Kids yeah. like remade Raiders of the Lost Ark, shot for shot. But it took them like five years to do it, so they went through puberty <laughs> over the course of making the movie. It's crazy. Um. This what is an gonna, aside about boyhood. About, oh, just, that's, that just it's boyhood. valuable in its in its yeah. industry <laughs> in its historical context because of its form, and it's the exact same thing. I would agree. I mean, it's not as ambitious as boyhood, but at the same time, like you're right. It's it's sort of like degrees of ambition is kind of a ridiculous thing. To it's judge. hard to those are not apples to apples. It's hard to compare. Yeah, it is an ambitious game. I would like to talk to anybody who's worked on it. A lot. Drama games. Drama call, games. Call them up. <laughs> Drama games, call them up is actually their entire <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> That's my take on it. You guys have to play. I want to. Do you guys want to take. Yes. A some poo. drugs. <laughs> oh. Poo! <laughs> God damn it. That's a. Re- <laughs> you know that hedgehogs. Actually, do um, this was an, a beautiful video released. You know, for anybody who really appreciates Sonic and his terrible art, um, 
<laughs> well, hold on. You're blaming Sonic for the Someone art. Wait, is it, or is this yeah. like a George like W. Bush painting? I was thinking yeah. of Bush. Yeah. He's like, You'll, this is Sonic's uh, painting of Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see here, this is Mr. Hedgehog's painting of Qbert. <laughs> and he just kind of he puts paint on his feet and he runs around and then it becomes like this beautiful. Yeah, this is a more abstract Sonic oh, piece here. So it's called uh, <laughs> Sonic painting weird foot based. And this makes the noise. Things that he then says are like, Oh, this is Luigi. This, yeah. <laughs> Is. Sonic draws Luigi. Yeah, it's the God. new uh, Mario Higgins. and Sonic in the Olympic Games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, somebody actually released uh, this amazing video about scientifically accurate hedgehogs. And hedgehogs are actually apparently terribly stupid animals, and they like to rub poop all over themselves. They actually, yeah, I actually really do. I actually knew that because growing up, my little sister Siobhan really always wanted a hedgehog. Aww. And then we were somewhere where she had access. Like, she was holding a hedgehog. And, like, this is happening. Like, she's purchasing this hedgehog. She was eight or nine. <laughs> and my the woman says the thing about hedgehogs is you need to make sure to wash your hands all the time because they... They rub poo. poop. They cu- yeah, they don't themselves. cleanse themselves well and they have poo all over them. I like them, the so, Chris is just loving this over so the So you get salmonella. <laughs> and the salmonella thing... I don't know what it is with moms in the early 90s. Basically, salmonella to a mom... In 1993, is the Ebola virus yeah, basically? Death. Yeah, it's yeah, death. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is kind of off color, given that we're having some Ebola troubles yeah. in the world right now. Ebola and like strangers. Yep. Yeah. You mean salmonella yeah. and strangers. salmonella and strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did I say Ebola? Yeah. yeah. Salmonella that and too. strangers is also like, a song. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's no, it was a cake. It was from Cake's that, first didn't album. Didn't the, like, yeah. the Hot yes. Zone movie come out right around that time? It did. It was like 93, 94. I feel like Hot Zone was a different movie. No, that was the book that it was based on. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The one was. was <laughs> I only refer to the movie as the name of the book. That well, was I remember because at that age, I read all of my mom's like. Dustin Hoffman. My mom had all those just like Michael Crichton, like airport models, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. the fir- like John Grisham, all that shit. Oh, yeah. And so I would just read that stuff because same here. Yeah, it was around. Just, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I read the Hot Zone. I remember, which is the book that the Outbreak was based on. And then the next year, <sighs> yeah. the movie came out, and I saw it on an airplane. Oh had God. nightmares for like a month. Yeah. What? You that should, was a, you, you should that was write a sequel book. to The Hot Zone. <laughs> I should? Oh, yeah. What should he call it, Sean? Oh, I have some ideas. Yeah? Chief among them is The it, Cool Zone. <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be a zone. Man. Thought, you know, the sequel to The Hot Zone being The Cool Zone is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's a global warming novel. I mean, uh, I also think you can make a Sonic joke there pretty easily. All of his levels were called oh my zones. God, that's true. That's true. Zones. The hot zone. Green zone. Um, the hot zone is where the hedgehog covers himself in poo in a mom's oh like, this is God. like Salmonella outbreak. <laughs> it's oh like the hot God. zone. I just read the hot zone. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, the hot zone's up to level six. But <laughs> the cool zone, the book, it just has a little flip book of the deal with the dog in the corner as you as you <laughs> Through it, there's just a pixel art sunglasses slowly drop. It looks like an airport novel, but when you open it, all the pages are blank except the corner. Except the corner of the cool dog or whatever. Sorry, it's a little animation. You just says deal with it, and then you're like, there's like still 70 pages in this book, and you flip it, and then the word cool zone spells itself out one letter at a time above the deal with the dog, and that's the book. Then the book catches on fire, and you can that's irony. Yeah, amazing. This is too hot for me. It is really warm in this room, actually. It's quite hot. All right. We're taking a real break now. All right. All right. Bye. Hot zone. Video games. So we would like to thank a new sponsor this week. That's World of Tanks. 
and World of Tanks puts you on history's greatest battlefields. You can jump in the battle today and command over 300 historically accurate tanks. Team up and tactically eliminate the enemy in 15 versus 15 armored warfare. Compete against players worldwide and don't miss out on the game that has been voted best online game two years in a row. World of Tanks is available uh, for download on your PC for absolutely free. New players in the U.S. can sign up now and enter the code THUMBS for awesome exclusive in-game items. World of Tanks. Download now and play for free at playtanks.us. Offer code THUMBS. If you were a tank, you'd be like <laughs> like a Thomas the Tank Engine Remo tank. Yeah. <laughs> I would really like that to be the exclusive item that you get, but I don't think it is. Hey, contact us, World of Tanks. A World of Thanks. Emissary from the World of Tanks. A World of Thanks to the World of Tanks for sponsoring this episode. Video game. Steal yourself for that. GERD areas. <laughs> World of Tanks is coming up. Gird all of your areas. Steal yourself for that. Gird all your areas. Yes. Is that like a tank pun? No. Steal yourself for like that. Steal tanks. Like Semicolon, steel battalion. No. Yeah, areas. it's like steel battalion of tanks. Well, red wine and Gatorade right here. <laughs> God, if you would, if you made a pop album, it would be called Red Wine and Gatorade. I think it might be actually. Yeah, I learned about the word waifu, and I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, I actually don't entirely know what that means. I thought it meant waif, like a you know, like a like, like, a, slend- like, a, like, like a like a slender yeah person of thin frame. Um, <laughs> but I gather that's not actually what it means. But no, it's, it's like your it's like your fantasy. Uh, it's like your Japanese fantasy, um, like otaku uh, anime girlfriend. Yeah, it's just your, your imagined wife. fantasy like fiction wife. Right. Oh, so it's just wife. Yes. Yeah. Waifu. So it's, it's your wife. <laughs> everybody, anime. everybody on my Dota team, which is pretty much the brothers Muir, and then Nick Herman from Telltale, my buddy James Lawler, know that like I really like to play as Lena and Dota. Uh, you, you said this like last week. Yeah. So I started calling her Waifu because oh. they call her Waifu. They're like, oh yeah, you got to play with Waifu. Waifu. We're having a Waifu Jesus. only strat. So like, I just call Lena Waifu, oh. and like I'll be on team champ and give me Waifu. God. You're changing, man. Oh, I've changed. Yeah. The you know what, though, you know what though, Chris? I've never changed. <laughs> I hardly recognize you. <laughs> this is just who I am now. Lena Waifu. Oh my god. <laughs> What's the worst thing is, so at the International, they have a gift bag. And... Yeah. In it is a bunch of is some bullshit, but actually, like, there's a nice water bottle in there, and then there's uh, some collectible shit. That one of them is a blind box. Um, this is like a thing now at conventions. Pax does the pins, mm, like really yeah. nice yeah. sort collectible of Disney randomized co- shit, but like really nice sort of like metal Disney th- like style sure, yeah. pins. So uh, the international was doing them, and you got a blind box pin that came with an in-game code, and they had rarity. <laughs> and I open it up. <laughs> And I just go, waifu! And like, it's like a one in a hundred or whatever, one in 25 chance of it being Lena. And of course it was Lena. And then like a guy behind you sort of out of focus just barfed. (laughs) (laughs) But I was, I've been using the word like a child uses a word. Yeah. And like, it's a word that I heard, but now it's new to you. And then three days ago, I was like, we were talking about building our Dota team and I was like, we'll do all waifu strat. 
Well, does everybody pick their favorite wife? Jesus. Oh, so like, uncomfortable. I know. I took a pause. I took a pause. And I like went and Googled it. And then you thought about it. And I went, God damn it. <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah, the kid who uses the word who doesn't know what it means and then it's like, oh, oh man. Oh, it's like, like, it's like when you like punch I just, a donkey, I band right? selected uh-huh. like two weeks of my life yeah. <laughs> and just wanted to selectively <laughs> delete. Oof. Uh, anyway. Yeah, cool. Lena Did you have a, a pillow? God. <laughs> wow, cool. As you just like tip your wine glass in your, in your mouth. <laughs> That's amazing. This is totally a Velvet Sundown <laughs> conversation, yeah. I have to say. God, I, I, as we were taking a break, I downloaded Velvet Sundown on Steam. I, I told you. It's like, really just small, in time right? to load it up and not actually play yeah, it, obviously. Really small. Like, the the trailer it actually just it looks like a cross between the ship and spy party mm-hmm. yeah but like just taking the thing, I guarantee you in a whiteboard both, at drama games yeah. those two those, were, those are yeah. on the whiteboard yeah because yeah. those are both about putting you in like a confined space and having you deal with like having you interpret the another human like embodying the characters I know I hate that spy party isn't fucking out. I know it's not. Out, I mean, right? it's am I right? Really different in that, like, I think really, if you, I think you can buy, you can, get, you can play it. I you mean, can get beta people access have been stuff. playing it for like yeah. two years now, but it's not done. Done. Yeah, it's not actually like public, really. Um, but you can play it. <laughs> like, spy party, spy party is the fucking nidhog of our moment. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know what the, I mean. It's like, yeah. but I think you spy know. party yeah. actually is like a, a superset of nidhog. Like, I feel like spy party was in development. Nidhog showed up on the scene was shipped yeah like, like i played spy party three years ago and went this game is fucking good mm-hmm. i was like chris hacker this game's fucking good there's like a high concept slow release schedule tower of hanoi that you can play with a bunch of these game <laughs> schedules i think where yeah. but spy party is probably at the bottom it was the base yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> yeah yeah it was i was surprised i didn't the think, witness might actually fit like inside of those like. things as like the next that game's product. coming out so yeah, yeah that that's what I mean. Is... I mean, Spy Party might exist as the foundation. Oh, and oh my then God. The witness yeah. is one step up on the, like this like Tower of Hanoi, and then uh, f- fucking Nidhog. On top I of think that. I think the witness is way is much higher than Nidhog. Is Nidhog was just like in It's like is he ever going to release it? Like, and also, is he going to sell this game? I just what think is the day deal was with announced this? to day? Oh, came you out. just mean straight up? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm thinking, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking into context the fact that like when I played Nidhog. You go, okay, so this game's done. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Release to Nidhog. Where you, you look at something like The Witness, which is like, so content driven. Yeah, he's just making yeah. more content. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Which makes more sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah no, anyway. I definitely want to play this game a lot. I, I cannot wait to hear about your adventures I, the and the Velvet Sundown yeah, ship. The first thing I saw when it signed in was like, due to overuse, the voice system is disabled except for <laughs> premium players. And it was like, <laughs> no! we, this is not a permanent solution, but like, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That must be a server load thing because the way that it's like the way that text to speech stuff works is it's just crunching that shit on the server. Weird. And Why like, wouldn't it just run the synth on your computer? Strange. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it is, but they. But it's. It must I guess it's a lot side. more data that it has. Like then you if it. Like, if you have all the voices locally, yeah. why isn't it just parsing Yeah, that's a good machine? point. I don't know why you wouldn't do that, actually, now that I think about it. There's got... We'll find out. Yeah. Does, Does it mean voice is in, like, headset I know, voice? I don't know what it means. Oh, that's just the message yeah. that it... Oh, it might... Oh, versus... Te- there might be... Is there, is there like, proximity chat? Like, is there actual, like, you talk into a thing? I think there is. I don't think so either. I don't know. I, I, I played it, like, last night and got the same message. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, but you yeah. still heard the... I did. But well, it was... It was it's actually a really... Sure. It's actually... 
it's a bad question for me to ask because my razor headset died. Oh. Like last night while I was in the middle of a Dota match before I played Vote Sundown. Oh, okay. So all of the like Apple talk I got from Danielle's video. Oh, okay. and I was like, oh, that's yeah. what I should have been hearing last night. I, I was see, typing. Okay. Sure, sure, right. sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was working for me, but it was chugging by the end. You know, I also like Razor, if you're listening, headset dead. Oh, <laughs> you're a big fan. Too. I love Razor. I would love it if they sponsored the podcast. By the way, oh my god, <laughs> 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 they sponsor our Dota team. Anything, anything. You know what? I'll sponsor. Idle Thumb should sponsor Razor. <laughs> I love their shit. Their stuff's good. Their stuff is good. Anyway, hardware reviews. We're getting into that. <laughs> Video game. Huh? Hmm? What if I told you that uh? this episode is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors, NatureBox? I would not be that surprised at this point. Well, you're getting a little. Not you should be more grateful. I didn't say that I wouldn't be grateful. When the, when the FedEx man comes and he brings one of the nature box packs that's full of delicious freeze-dried peas and various other, like, Blueberry smart nom-noms. snacking treats, do you go, Wasabi eh, okay, I was expecting this. No, when that happens, I say, these are fucking delicious. But when you call me- <laughs> the UPS guy goes, look, I just dropped the box I don't need your name to I sign for this nature box. information. <laughs> that's fine. Did you just... Are you yeah, what your name? This guy shows up. I tell Jay. him, have you tasted these blueberry nom noms? Have you visited naturebox.com slash slash thumbs for 50% off your first box? There's, they send one to your house. He's like, look, I got a long route, like, man. Just I got a lot. I got a, I got a truck full of nature boxes here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, are you Jake from Idle Thumbs? Because that's why these are so popular. Everybody's been listening to these ad reads. And then this guy like, really took a turn from not giving a shit about <laughs> caring so much. He's super into it. Now. Well, he didn't look down at what he was holding. So I'm delivering you a nature box. Oh, you Go to naturebox.com slash thumbs and get half off your first order, which is pretty fucking awesome. Says the, says the UPS guy. This is me. I'm just yeah, recounting what that guy says. Or the postal service story guy. For when I, Sorry, when I went USPS. downstairs because the bell rang and there was just a guy laden with nature box boxes. Yeah. Don't repeat Seward's folly with Alaska. Be a smart snacker. That's actually their... How did you know that was their... That's their new, their new logo. logo. Clearly. <laughs> really glad. Their new logo is... A Sorry, whenever you go... bite taken out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of look like it has a bite taken out of it with the Aleutian Islands down there. Yeah, that's a little crumb. Just Russia. Just taking it. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Nature Box. Thanks, Nature Box. <laughs> Naturebox.com slash thumbs. Video games. Uh, so, yeah. Guys, I have an idea. Oh, man. What? 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 Look, it's outlandish. This is going to be a really good idea, I bet. I think we should go back to the podcast. Fuck you. What? what? We're back. Oh. Here we go. I couldn't tell if that was like a Back to the Future reference, like a fucking garbage Lost reference. I didn't know what that was. Was it like that? The, like the Jay- I don't do Brian reference Jack? humor. You like know that. Read the fucking forums. I don't do memory. reference humor. Where you're like, Guys, you know that. I have to go back. A phrase that is only said by people in bad things. <laughs> or in- go on. Like I don't. <laughs> Whoa. Let's go back to before Ouch. this conversation happened. Ouch. I don't think. I- Go back to episode 69. <laughs> oh, you want to talk Chris more about Nature the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to go back to episode 69 when Chris was talking about that Halo 2 story. Hold on, what was episode 69? The Halo 2 dance party. No, it's, yeah. we, we, actually, we should actually just commemorate the love. <laughs> the, Remember 100 years ago when guys, this was what Idle Thumbs was? <laughs> it's our love anniversary <laughs> of Idle Thumbs. Episode 69. I. Ooh. Typo. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of podcasts? No, no, I like one podcast. Oh, it's a good one. It's one of my favorites. What? Oh, I was on this one. (laughs) No, I wasn't. It doesn't say you were joined by a special guest. It's a really good one. I actually was on this one, I think. 
If it's past episode 65, it's past the Kickstarter, so you were on it. <gasps> you were on it. It was I Had a Gleam. That's, that's all right, episode. How did we call episode 69 that? I Had a Gleam? Someone said that. Someone I had said a that on the podcast? You have the keys to the city? Oh. <laughs> that was episode 169. You mean 69. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't turn it off. <laughs> Yeah, I have with not- this cool thing I can do. <laughs> you were trying to claim that I don't play, uh, that I haven't been playing games, and I, I, I haven't played any new games. Wait, what old games? Oh, really? I've just settled into an old man routine of playing two D platformers. In addition, but Jake Rock to and Man, I know just- would not ever settle into an old man routine. <laughs> <laughs> not the. <laughs> I've had a really like comfortable two weeks with video games. Though. Sorry, we said I've had a really comfortable. I thought you were just going to say life. <laughs> that's true. That's an old man. But that's not what we're talking about here. You have to say it like old man style, like comfortable. I've Com- had a comfortable time. <laughs> there you but, go. Uh, but with your slippers. Basically, between I, I realized that I hadn't finished the last three worlds of the special zone of Mario 3D Land, which is the, all the fucking hard stuff. And I have the back half of Shovel Knight, so now like about every every other night, I'll just complete a couple worlds of 3D Land on my 3DS, or I'll go and say I'm gonna beat one of those nights. In <laughs> when Shovel you Knight. finish dinner, do you do you put your fork down and look at Dana and go, you know what kind of night it is? It's a Shovel Knight, <laughs> and then you go play Shovel Knight. Man, I don't say that. <laughs> you could that though. Is not what I, I I don't know if I could. I think that I would start bleeding out of like an ear <laughs> if I said that. Oh. <laughs> she like like it's like oh wow romance time but oh no it's a shovel night no what, you, what usually happens is she goes and does something else for like two minutes and then I'm like okay like shovel night because he just comes out of the other part of the apartment like, I'm just that fucking guy she's like what are you doing in there just playing no then no 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 and then she's like you're really bad at this Working. game it seems like you've been playing a lot of this game is it really that long and I'm like no it just takes me two nights to beat one of these fucking guys to play it for a half hour uh, takes you two. <laughs> Two evening sessions. Oh, okay. Evenings. <laughs> Two comfortable evenings. <laughs> no, you eat your vegetables at dinner. I'm in a place where I'm just halfway between. So, like, I'll start halfway between, or halfway through a level, <laughs> beat that, and beat the, half another level, and mm-hmm. then I'll and then I'll go like read. I'll put my slippers you, on. You play shovel night with the top button of your jeans undone after a big <laughs> nice meal. <laughs> it's comfortable. <laughs> So I yeah I don't know I haven't played any new anything. I have a question for you actually. Yes. Uh, for me? Yeah, I don't know. This is a real question. Considering <laughs> we own a business, <laughs> would you ever want to make a game like that? Like Shovel Knight? Just like there was more of a totally mechanical platformer. Like there was a, the game that you. I would say okay, if you have the pie of all the games you've played over the past five years, like more a full Pac Man chunk of it is. Games where you jump on things to get to places. Yeah. I have no idea how to make one of those games. You can figure it out. You're a smart If guy. I had the opportunity to work on one, I would I would more than happily do that. I mean, like, working, like, I don't play a ton of games like Space Space, but I like them enough, and I had never worked on anything like it, so being able to contract as a UI designer on Space Space at Double Fine for a few months was so nice. Like, just a game that has... Absolutely nothing related to anything that I'd ever done before. That was really cool. <laughs> Sorry. I went from thinking that, like, six months after our first game, you'd be like, hey, guys, I was working on this prototype. I think we should make this game. To you actually just standing in front of the company and being like, I'm contracting at Nintendo. <laughs> 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 and everybody being so confused. It's a different situation, but, like, I had only ever worked on adventure games at Telltale. Uh, so, 
working on Space Base was nice because I didn't have to actually make any command decisions. I just sort of made the UI look as pretty as I could uh, before my time was up. But it was super cool to be working on a just stat-driven sim thing. So it would be awesome to work on a platformer. Like talking to... The reason that I, I realized that I had an old man routine of playing platformer stuff was because I was talking to James, who's our animator here, about hmm. Ori in the Blind Forest, and he was just and he was just talking about. He's like, "Well, I don't know." I Are mean, we allowed to talk about that feature that he mentioned? I uh, no. Oh man, that's not. I don't think that's announced. But that's he fine. was just talking about. Uh, he said, "You know, well, I mean, at its core, it's just a really sort of pretty intense hardcore platforming thing with a Metroidvania structure." And I was like, "Well, fuck you. That's like no matter what else is in that game, that's just." Yeah, my old man time will be 100 percent dedicated to that because I've seen the art for it. I know how the movement stuff looks because it's in the gameplay videos. But I mean, he just keeps reinforcing the fact that mechanically it's like Super Meat Boy influenced, but with Metroidvania structure. And I'm like, well, just die, please now. Because that's not. I don't know when it comes out, but it made me realize that all I've been playing is that kind of game. We knew. I know. This is all I talk about. <laughs> Yeah. When does that come out? I don't know. Holiday? I don't know. I'd yeah. imagine. I'm not sure. It'd be so. a smart game to put out yeah. around the time more people got Xbox Ones. Yes. And feature in one of the blades. They don't have blades anymore. They don't have blades anymore. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no. No more I, blades. Okay. I saw that image that you tweeted. So or, put a vine up of just like the blade interface. Yeah. Oh, it made me miss blades. I was just going to say, I always like the blades. The thing about the blades is they're so fucking fast. When you watch someone who know, who is good at the blade interface, because it's not it's not modal. God, there's like, like a 14-year-old, 13-year-old Idle Thumbs reader has no idea what we're talking like about. Blades! Blades were the original interface for the Xbox 360. That was my little <laughs> Vox.com pop-up about yeah! blades. Um, <laughs> but... I want my Vox please tonight. If you know the, if you nice. like, if you understood the bumper and trigger stuff to navigate them, there's no, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's not like a modal system where you don't have to go back to the main menu, then pop into where you want. Mm-hmm. You just go and like, and it, it makes that exact sound, and you're just like at the different pages. But I, I'm sure that system had to die when they wanted to start selling TV and movies and a bunch of other shit. Right. But man, fucking stuff blades. that needs to be more hier- hierarchical. Blades. It was a nice Jay sound Allard. effect. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. It wasn't there a sound effect. I know. I always... It's like a I, sheaf of papers. I still associate the Xbox with that... Yeah, same here. Same. But it doesn't... I don't. I guess it has a little bit of that still, but like it's not It's not still as like going up, 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 down, 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 down between the blades. Yeah. Oh, so good. It was Classic nice. blades. <laughs> also, they're called blades. <laughs> so extreme. So Allard. Only Allard would ship the thing with blades as a fundamental piece of their operating system. <laughs> Just swiping between my blades, gonna upgrade my rims for some game points. <laughs> we wrap with you guys. Weird property of like modern concept of branding and marketing and like product design. People are gonna go crazy for these blades. Well, is that not like it takes so? I'm so conditioned to hearing everything through the lens of like some corporation trying to bend it into a generic term. Well, not not generic, but like a term, an iconic term, a yeah, a fucking term, iconic yeah. term for their product. That it now takes so little effort. For my brain to accept that, that I can instantly, when I hear blade, 
Like, obviously, if I hear it in a kitchen, I'm going to think of a knife. But if I hear it within the context of anyone talking about video games, You're I'm like, going to think of just those stupid pages. And all of the connotations of blades will not appear. Like, I won't think of something sharp. I won't think of something made out of metal. I won't think of something you could stab someone right. with. If you're ever like, in a conversation about how anything in a video game or video game system should function, and someone's like, kind of like a blade, you're like, okay, so it's like a panel that comes from the side that right. sort of accordions yeah, out. it loses all of the, like, intense meaning that the word blade has to a human being. Right, but then if you actually sort of like backdate the blade conversation, if you like, if you roll it, if you sort of cycle through the blades of history to the original blade conversation. <laughs> there are many blades of history. You Wait, know, you have though, to go back quite a few. Sort of, like, <laughs> yeah. There's a guy there who pitched it because it was just like a series of curved silver surfaces on right. the side of the screen. Yeah. yeah. Just a blade pops out because it looks like a blade. Yeah. Blade, 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 now it's, there's nothing anymore. It's gone. It's true. Also, blades themselves are gone, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Six blades. Blades are gone, but my ruined associations with the blades, word blade. Blades, yeah, blades are not gone in the minds of anyone who knows what a fucking blade blade blade. <laughs> what a blade is. Sorry. What? Yeah. Blades yeah. will live on forever in the minds of anyone who talked about blades as much as we have just now. Or listen to this there podcast. There's a movie called Pontypool that you should all watch. God, I just figured you were going to say there's a movie called Blade. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I, was like, I was thinking of Blade. Thank you. No. Fucking Stephen Dork. That is exactly. Your Wesley Snipes. And then it jumped off of Blade. Exactly. To Blade 2. It was, it was on Blade and it was on Blade 2 because that's what I think of when I hear Sorry. Blade. I think, I think like that's a, a so vampire. so on Blade sounds like a fucking internal language at Microsoft. <laughs> oh, that's so on Blade. That's, that's really, really, nice. really not on oh. Blade here. You're really me. Let's get back on Blade. Let's get back on Blade. That feels really off Blade so to Ponty me. Ponty Pool. That's off Blade. Sorry. <laughs> You're way too far off Blade here. Yeah. To get back on Blade, Ponty Pool is an amazing horror movie and also a radio drama about a virus that is embedded in words and their meaning. And the way that, mm. you know, you need to get out of the virus and not be a zombie to the virus was to make meaning not occur for the words that they're supposed to mean things. Like, Wait, this, this equals related. this. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I told you I was getting back on Blade. You didn't believe me. <laughs> you nailed it. That was a really on Blade oh. example. Yeah. Right, oh my right God. there. Right on Blade. I need to go acquire some actual Blades. <laughs> <laughs> This is what this means. Browse between some downloadable content. Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. Seven blades. Uh, <laughs> anyway, watch Pontypool. It's good. All right. Back on Blade. I will now. So you were any- about to talk about playing an actual video game, Danielle. Me? Oh, I mean, it's not a new video game. But well, it, it is sort it of. It is one that is an actual it's thing. It's sort of a new video game. If it's new to this conversation, it will be an addition. It's <laughs> semi-new and semi-a year old. I played The Last of Us again. Oh, on PS4. Oh, The Blast yeah. of Us. The Blast of Us. Nope. Right on Blade. Stop. <laughs> um, so this did is you like, play the hey, PS4 version? Hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> you played the, the PS4 version? Oh, thanks, Sean. Well, I'm texting you. Sean just texted me, so extreme, so allard, on Blade. <laughs> You have to cut that out because those are possible episode titles, and I didn't want to use the notes app. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Normally I use the notes app, but like I opened my phone and it was open to texts, and I was just like, oh, Chris is right there. <laughs> I was too lazy to go to the notes. <laughs> if the iPhone had a blade interface, you could have just slid over to that notes app. I know, man. 
I wish. Allard is yet to make his thumbprint on the iOS. The iPhone, Wait, isn't it, isn't the it iPhone basically slide? has a blade interface in that you just swipe a non-hierarchical list What's of icons. What's a swipe interface? That doesn't mean anything. You yeah, still but, go deep. I mean, it's closer to blades than... Most Some interface. If you double tap the home button, you effectively get blades. Let's be honest. I don't feel like you can have blades without. That's true. Yeah, the home button is. But really, blades. You can't have blades without bumpers. Blade. Blade. So how's the Last of Us PS4 version? Well, yeah, I actually want to know. Let me clarify. As a matter of fact, I played the PS3 version again, and my coworker Phil Kohler, who infamously Uh, gave this game a 7.5 about a year ago, he played the PS4 version, and I watched all of the footage for it. So, no, it's not very different. It looks beautiful. I mean, it looks gorgeous. It's one of those games that looks so good on PS3, but I feel like it not being that extra next-gen yeah. whatever sort of gives it a nice style. The way I felt about sort of about um, the Team Ico games on yeah, PS2, yeah. where it was like, oh, this game at any higher resolution would just sort of start to lose the thing that I like about the way it looks. You would yeah, see, it looks a little rough. You would see where it is made, as opposed to sort of like it's just... Like that horse in in Shadow of the Colossus feels like a like a perfect it's, it's execution the of level the technology, yeah, of the rest- of the constraint that they yeah. had, and it just has a genesis. It was art directed really very like. specifically well, for like that. The way that the, the the that was PS2, right? The way that the PS2 just yeah. draws stuff, the resolution of the TVs that it was played on at the time, the like maximum amount of fidelity you could get out of the system. It feels mm-hmm. like Last of Us feels like that is the PS3 version of that. So. Yeah. Yeah. For PS4, does every everyone look bulkier and like they're made out of clay? Because that's what usually happens. <laughs> or just does it go full? No, it's just like, a little cleaner. Honestly, you oh, know, really? it does. It, nothing looks radically different. It's just cleaner lines, basically. Yeah. I almost didn't notice it. I mean, I, I'm putting together right now a video that's sort of like a comparison of just different scenes and how they look, and you know, it's it's really the same game. But hmm. it's very pretty and it's good. And I actually liked it a lot better the second time around. That's funny because I don't. I having. So I only finished that game because I had a broken leg and I had <laughs> yeah. Ollie and Ollie made me, Ollie Moss made sure. me finish the game uh, and I like literally couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't leave the You couch. were a captive. Yeah. I was a prisoner. Yeah. And I don't know if I would like that game the second time through because the thing that I liked about that game so much was the narrative, like the discovery of new spaces yeah. and of new, of Oh, the relationship is going here now. Yeah. No, I, I understand If somebody that. said replay The Last of Us, I would be, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, Not I that totally it's a bad game that. or anything, it's just that I, the thing that I liked about it so much would go away. So, I mean, my opinion of The Last of Us is that it's, you know, a well-made game with a great story, so on and so forth, but... The reason why I liked it better on the second playthrough was I, I was just noticing a lot of things. There's just a lot of richness to the characters that I didn't necessarily pick up on mm. the first time. It's not that I wasn't paying attention or, or whatever. Just, you know, the first scenes with Tess and Joel, you know, before Ellie even sort of comes into mm-hmm. it. You know, when I first played the game, I was like, oh, yeah, there's probably some history between these two. You know, they, they kind of make some side remarks and, and, and things like that. And I just sort of playing it the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, these these two are in a relationship. Like, there's definitely something mm-hmm. here. It boggles me how good um, Naughty Dog has always uh, gotten that banter between a yeah. man and a woman. They get sort of friendly but more to it male-female Mid to late thirties, late thirties, forties. I don't know. Nate, Nate, Nathan Drake's probably in his early thirties, I guess, yeah, and Joel's there. in his forties. They get that 
we're doing this thing together and we're having banter and it's there's a little texture there's to it. There. They get that so yeah. right. It's yeah, really funny how really well do. they get that. Yeah. It's pretty nice, but it's definitely the sort of game where, you know, you're having this wonderful experience and then it's like, oh, we decided to be a video game again. You know, there's yeah, I mean, for sure. And it goes on way too long. You know, I feel like that game. You get to the hospital and you go. Yeah. Just yeah. get to the end of the video game. Yeah. Did, you, did you beat the I game? Be, I beat it. Yeah. 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 Or so, with, I mean, with Nick. Like, yeah. That yeah. part. I was not a fan of. Yeah. 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 That's when you turn it on easy. It just didn't you just land. Wanna I mean. Get to the story. It's sort of, I think we've talked about this, but mm-hmm. so weird. much about like, oh, we'll just make the level this very typical game thing, but it's going to mean something different because of the context that it's in. I'm over that. Yeah. I think as a convention, that's that's dead to me as a thing that I think is good. Yeah. yeah. When video games feel the need to be video games, it's But it means well, something different okay, because... Sometimes yeah, it's, it's great. If you're claiming that's not what you are while you are being exactly. just that, like yeah. it's not good. It's great to just be a video game if you're just gonna fucking be the shit out of one absolutely you know yeah, yeah i agree completely <laughs> video games be the shit out of one <laughs> <laughs> be the shit out of your game blades yeah <laughs> anyway that's a game have, have any of you guys played the last of us dlc yes and i yeah, you liked it adored a lot, right? it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's my favorite part of the last of us for sure yeah um i feel like that's what i gotta play yeah you should I'm actually oh, yeah. I'm, I'm to a point yeah. now where i can play it but I, I, oh, I, I couldn't for a while. Really? Like you've had too much Last of Us, that kind of thing? I actually can't say why I couldn't okay. play it. Sorry. Okay. That's, That's why fine. I got all like weirdly. I mean, I, I will only say in that there are th- like I actually enjoyed making Walking Dead season one. And it was weird to be making a post-apocalyptic thing where there was a young female protagonist, essentially, because mm-hmm. Clementine's essentially the main character of season one of the old mm, player. For sure, yeah. And um, you said sure, sure, and I thought you said shishia, sure, sure, like you were speaking Mandarin. <laughs> As if I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I actually but, know um, a tiny bit of Mandarin. Uh, and then when the DLC came out, I was like so insanely jealous <laughs> that somebody got to make that that I couldn't play it. That makes sense. I'd moved on from The Walking Dead and on like out from Telltale at that time. But but uh yeah, I was just like too rage filled. No, <laughs> to that, be, like, yeah. that really does actually click. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it does. But um, you played it, Jake? No? Nope. Oh you you gave me eyes like you had played it. Mm-mm. Oh. No, I gave you eyes that were saying, I know what you're talking about right now. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Those eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I honestly, it's probably, if I had to just say, like, what the best game I've played all year so far to me is, that that sticks in my head. Wow. Honestly. Is that included in the PS4 version? I think, yeah, I believe so. Must so. be. Did you see the poster that Ollie and I guess, Shaw, what's Jay, Shaw? Jay Shaw did of The Last of Us that was sold at Comic-Con? No. Oh, you should check it out. It's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's a clicker, but it's painted very uh, almost watercolor and looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Like it's like a beautiful take on what these monster is. It's really nice. Yeah, it's it worth, awesome. worth looking at. Yeah, they're very colorful monsters. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. good stuff. It's a very colorful monster. 
It's a, it's a watercolorful monster. I feel like you should be wearing long gloves when you say something like that, and the monster should be behind a cage, and you should be drinking champagne. <laughs> <It's very laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> referring to its disposition. What a colorful yeah. monster. What a colorful monster you've yes. got. Anyway. He's such a rude creature. Yeah, that's act one. You were killed by the monster <laughs> somewhere later I in the movie. I definitely was. <laughs> oh, give me some more champagne, darling. Yeah, you go down into the cellar to get more champagne, and the yeah. monster eats you. Do you guys want to read yeah, mail from much. readers who send us mail? Uh... From you, the readers? Well, I mean, I don't know if we're ready for reader mail yet. I'm totally ready for reader mail. Are we actually ready? Like, do we have... Uh, we could very quickly be ready for reader mail. I was born ready for reader mail. <laughs> and then at the very end, we we have to unwrap a gift. We have to unwrap a gift. <laughs> a gift? <laughs> All right, fine, reader I'm mail. I'm really excited yeah. about that. Do we have any housekeeping or anything? <gasps> yeah, we do. Owen? Romiano? Romiano? Reader, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I on the way back from the international, I met a reader on the plane who had actually met on the street a few days before, whose family owns a cheese company, uh, which is called is it Rumiano or Romiano? Rumiano, Rumiano, uh, here in Northern California. And you, you uh, delightful friend, sent us a box of cheese that is all really good. And everybody at the company has been making grilled cheese sandwiches for lunch for like days. Three days straight. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really great. They do a dry-aged Monterey Jack. Or, mm-hmm. Is that right? That yeah. is... Like, I've never heard of that before. Because yeah. Monterey Jack, you always think, is like a softer sort of like, you know, like... Mild and soft. Mild, whatever cheese. But they do a dry-aged Monterey Jack that's awesome. So, Owen, thank you. I, I, and your girlfriend Bianca, thank you very much. I didn't know what the what any of this was because you hadn't told me about it. I think it might have been the the cheese might have shown up the day you were out of the office, but I, no, I went home early. Oh yeah, yeah, the, I lost on, on Friday. The, the UPS guy showed up. Uh, Same UPS guy, different guy, different guy. <laughs> He's like, this guy loves cheese. Uh, <laughs> but I saw it. I was like, idle thumbs. What's this huge box? Is this the thing that guy on Twitter was talking about? And then I opened it, and it was like this refrigerated. It's just a box of cheese. Like, it was the weirdest box of anything to open, <laughs> apropos of nothing, like yeah. context-free. Yeah, because you and I, but we opened it together, and we had no clue. Neither right. of us had any context for this. Yeah. yeah. It was completely baffling. Yeah. It was a really, really uh, generous gift. Thank you. So, uh, yes, that was great, Owen. Thank you so much. Um, so, Gary writes, a couple of weeks ago, there was a conversation about how, for many people, their own opinion is perceived as truth. And other opinions are the result of biases or other motivations. Danielle's review of Dragon's Crown is what spurred this discussion on, but I remember seeing similar comments on reviews of GTA V, where reviewers felt the game was mis- mis- where reviewers felt that the game was misogynist or overly cynical to the point of being tiresome. I remember the comments on GameSpot's review where the reviewer dared to give it a nine, being particularly cruel. Um, given there's a significant number of commenters who will blame things they disagree on. Um, Either because the reviewer bringing up an issue the commenter feels isn't an issue, or simply dis- disagreement over whether or not the game's good, do you think reviewers should be open about possible connections between themselves and the game? On RPS, whenever I saw Suryer being hunted mentioned, there was a disclaimer that the game was being made by Jim Rossignol and his team. Should potential connections be avoided? For example, if Danielle were to review Firewatch when it's released, I have no doubt she'd be professional. <laughs> she will she, not. But, if, <laughs> but, yeah, if, but if she said it was a good game and someone disagreed, I could imagine them encouraging others to dismiss their view because, quote, obviously she says it's good. She's on a podcast with guys from Camposanto. Apologies for this not being well thought out. I'm typing on a bus on my phone and I'm a disadvantage in speaking English as I am Scottish. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Gary. Um, so this is like two, I think, two different forms of impartiality right or like yeah, well bias well, is one, different than impartiality yeah for sure yeah and also just like having an opinion is neither of them right right who says you're allowed to have an opinion these days 
I mean, I know I knew before he even said it was GameSpot exactly which review, and that was Carolyn Pettit's mm-hmm. review. Yeah. Um, which you know, part of me is always going to worry a little bit about the fact that you know women who write about video games and have very strong opinions about video games are going to be criticized to some degree um, by a certain part of the internet, and that that happens. Um, so yeah, that was the first thing I sort of thought of, but clearly. You know, everybody has their opinions. Everybody was raised a certain way. Everybody has their ideas about the world, so on and so forth. And all of those things are equally valid, you know. Um, but Are they? Well, <laughs> I think opinions can be valid. I don't think worldviews are always entirely valid. Because, you know, obviously, right. there's some degree of ignorance sometimes. And we all have our ignorances and so on and so forth. But... <sighs> It's it's a really difficult one to parse. In terms of bias, though, that's an easy one. Yeah, you know, that one's we, simple. We have uh, an ethics policy at Polygon. You know, uh, I could not review Firewatch at this point. Yeah. So. And we've and yeah we've. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, like yeah, I mean, <laughs> our scheme laid bare. <laughs> as yeah. as everyone basically knows, I think the games industry is small, and a lot of people in it know other people in it, and I I mean. Honestly, the for the amount that pe- that reviewers and developers are accused of being in cahoots with each other, I mean, like other they're accused of is bias. Yes, they're for being bias. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've like I've never had a situation. I've so frequently had the situation of a journalist saying to me something like, "Like, look, I can't act. I can't report on this," or like, "I can't." review this because you know just wouldn't i wouldn't feel comfortable with it and i'm like yeah of course that's fine like i've had that experience numerous times i've never like the reverse seems so rare to be essentially non-existent to me like it's so yeah i don't know like i think it's very easy for people to imagine these like kind of um conspiratorial like pacts but they're really not actually particularly common as far as i can tell because i i've worked as both a journalist and a developer and like i don't know people don't really get paid off to write reviews or or things like that and they don't generally like exploit friendships it does happen Mm. occasionally and it's unsavory whenever you hear about it but it is in the minority by such exactly it's like i mean it's like how certain the kinds of crimes are like why wildly over reported relative to just like normal ways of dying that are way more mundane but common you know what i mean it's like the thing that is like the crazy sexy example of like of salacious thing um usually is actually we've talked about this before but it feels like even the most salacious and sexiest of examples never hits the radar like a 200 million dollar game that goes on a that has a 25 million dollar press junket push it's the guys going out to the goddamn desert to shoot tanks yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's yeah. the stuff where you're... It's you, not like, I have a buddy, and I gave them a 10 because I'm their friend. Right. Yeah. right. That's like, not what right, happens. Exactly. The thing about that is, it, if you're a, a journalist and you're going to review your friend's game, that is the least enjoyable idea that could ever it's, cross your mind. Really sure no one Why wants you, to do that. And also, yeah. you don't want your friends to review your game. It's the worst right. thing. Like, like I mean, We have conversations where it's like, who don't we know? <laughs> Who's a stranger we can show this thing to? Yeah, like the last thing that I would ever want is someone that I knew to write a review of a yeah, thing that I made. It's gross to like, think about. What? Like, I mean, just thinking about that, like, if you make something and then you're like, hi, friend, 
publish your unvarnished opinion of this <laughs> in a, something of record. Then let's get a beer. Then let's get a beer. Right. Like, <laughs> right. what? Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah, or worse, hey, friend, you know, just sort of juice up what you're going to write. Like, how is that a friendship? <laughs> uh, that's right. nothing. Yeah. That's not yeah, how yeah, actual yeah. friendships uh, work. Like, yeah, it's just. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes from the sort of. You know, I, I do think gamers are a rather entitled crew, and I think that people will sort of find any reason ever to discredit something that they don't agree with. I think it's the nature of opinions and the nature of people being well, yeah, really passionate about from, something. Like, well, of course that's what happened, because I have a different viewpoint on exactly, it. Like, well, it's yeah. a very specific mindset in a specific culture, and a culture that allows it to continue and to breed. I mean, honestly, like... Well, also, like, it just doesn't happen I think in other creative media. But it, but I think it is actually just maybe kind of to some degree also a function of just how modern marketing works, which is to constantly reinforce the idea that you is like the most important thing, and like yeah, that's a good everything point. should be tailored. There's a, sure. you guys have seen the Onion's new site, Clickhole, yeah, uh, which is their like sort of like a lot of Onion things. It starts as a very specific parody of one thing. In this case, like BuzzFeed style. Like list articles and things like that, Content yeah. But it's like it's already kind of already starting to broaden broaden into yeah, just yeah. like general bad internet. Um, and Jake, I saw that you posted an article of theirs recently, which was like, I had a bad experience at this at this restaurant because like, I am a horrible person. Yeah, yeah. the article, is, like, <laughs> was really the article is this like indignant kind of Yelp style, um, just lambasting of this restaurant where every horrible experience the patron has ultimately is because she's just being the most entitled like awful customer imaginable right but like to her all these experiences are like gross indignancies to be like tossed in the face of the managers and servers of this of this restaurant and like it's really it's funny like it's just a funny goofy article but like i think it's i think that is the mentality that leads to a, a lot of this stuff where it's like what this was my experience how could it not be right. this is this thing? isn't what well, i like how could it, it's, how it's, it's, it's in contrast to what i like about reviews review culture period is i want a reviewer to bring their politics to the review i want them to bring their biases to the review i want them to bring mm -hmm. everything that is true about them yes. as a consumer to the review so i can be like a human being i like this consumer. reviewer i like this reviewer and i like this or reviewer. i like this review even like right you know that's yeah. a good example even actually further the, um, drilled down the tom than chick just... uh transistor review yes. they give it a four like yeah. oh my god <laughs> you know like transistor is just what's what's funny is it made me think right like this review gives transistor a four, and when you look at what a re like what the numbering system in the entire video game culture is, it's not a four. Like we can all sort of agree as a collective body according in to, that context. Yes, according in the context to the, like, of like all the Metacritic back, standard, the Metacritic standard from the days of published EGM and <laughs> right. PC Gamer before the internet, all right. the way to now. But in according the, to in twenty years of game reviews, you go. No, 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 no. <laughs> but but yeah. in the context of our review yes. from our person with an opinion, fucking good. Great. Yeah. I he, love that review. And he wrote the shit out of that review. Love that fucking review. He usually does. Honestly, he's a phenomenal oh, writer. Oh, love that review. Don't, I mean, 
doesn't mean you it just makes me just makes me wish it didn't have a yeah. If it, it, it just makes me wish it didn't have a number on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, but, that's but a almost, stupid trite I'm conversation. I'm almost but. kind of glad it did though because so it forces as a, as you like a weird, to come to like a because I remember when you you got linked, yeah, you got linked to that review and you're for, before you even read it you did the thing that everyone on the internet does which is like this is outrageous. Praises <laughs> are not, like you were like getting mad. I wasn't and, mad. I was flabbergasted. Yeah, but you were indignant a little bit and like. And because it's like, you know, for the obvious reasons, right? I'm not saying right. you're like a right, terrible right, right, person for right, it. Right, I'm right. just saying that's why I think you're it was valuable that. that he called – that he had that <laughs> right. score on the review because it right. forces you if you're like a thoughtful person. I expected person, the first sentence of it to be my PS4 caught fire, burned right. down my house, yeah. and killed my dog. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but you read through it and you're like, okay, to this man's experience and like mm-hmm. inc- that score includes all kinds of things including – the context from his Bastion review, which was like right. extremely positive, right? And like, there's all of like that score was a result of this complex subjective experience he had that he backed up very well, like in his experience. You know, like right. it was substantiated very well. And it's like that if that kind of just soup to nuts attitude to writing a like just c- collection of words about a video game were less outrageous, you wouldn't even need to have the the epiphany when you load up that page exactly, you know right. like it yeah. would just be like an interesting piece of writing um uh anyway danielle could you um contact your editor and just see if you can get dibs on the firewatch review <laughs> it's fine yeah of course it's already already done nice. you know oh, don't worry great don't worry it fixes in <laughs> that check yeah that check's coming in the review's right. actually just sitting in the cms office. it's already been written <laughs> Oh yeah, write it. Oh my God. Write it. It's like it's like obituaries where they keep them queued up. You're yeah. like six months from now, that review is just accidentally going to show up on the front page of Polygon for seven minutes. Yep. Yeah. God, that's pretty much how it God, works. That would be incredible. That would be an incredible like event. Just an incredible we, scam. We spend like, all this time being like game tour. What? There's nothing fishy going God, on. I want that to happen now. I don't. It's the last not for our fucking game. <laughs> no. But the thing that I immediately pictured when that happened is like a cinematic, very cinematic moment from. <laughs> A like all the president's men or right, or yeah. Zodiac or Tinker Tailor moment, but like no music at all. It's just the sound of like the mouse click like, click, click click like the screenshot button is pressed. Like you just hear like Dropbox and ambience, and then like you see it dragged like through shitty non realistic Photoshop interface, and like pasted like into some 4chan collage of a bunch of other conspiracy stuff, and then it's posted, and then just like you and then you hear. The springs of the chair as the guy leans back with this, right. in, like in a satisfied right. way, and, and then it goes to black. Yeah, it just cuts yeah. to something else, and then music starts. <laughs> like car horn, establishing shot of the middle of a city yeah, somewhere yeah. else. Like next scene. <laughs> I mean, we can make oh, this. It probably happen. cuts to a, it. Probably cuts to a guy talking, like walking on the street, talking into his cell phone. Yeah. Oh, like, it, it just cuts yeah. to Robert Redford, yeah, exactly. kind of yeah. oblivious, and then he gets the news. Exactly. The, the, right. The, yep, like, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. The fix. Well, the dog's not feeling well. I'm sorry, honey. I've got another call. Yeah. Anyway, that's he. He talks like a '40s newspaperman, by the way. I don't know why. <laughs> or like '70s Robert Redford in. Yeah. Uh, I guess Condor? that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have more? Your posture says you have no more reader mail from your readers. Oh, I mean, I do. We just got so into that. Oh, we can do another one. We got, we got... That was a passionate response. Yeah. Um, passionate. You know what I'm really proud of? Mm. You said lamb-based thing. Yeah. Instead of. 
I don't know. Is that what is it? I guess. I, it's I lambasting, a, right? I had I a moment of be not a base. Yeah, I don't know. I had a moment of. I was just um, imagining like a leg of lamb being basted, and I had the whole. I went on a fucking probably, journey of the yeah. mind when you said lamb basting, and oh, I went like, and I just like collapsed. <laughs> like I started like shrinking down into a fucking culinary <laughs> fever dream, and I didn't say anything. Oh, it sounds delicious. I I actually. <laughs> had, I had a moment of hesitation, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." And then I, like I didn't it. look back. So that's you, you, you can't look back, otherwise you you're that it. girl coming off the high dive. Exactly. Did you see that, Jeff? Um, so <laughs> it was rough. We don't. I, don't I like, like that we had a conversation about lamb bast versus lamb based, and you just threw out Jif completely nonchalantly. I'm not even going to explain that. No, that, that, that argument's stop. dead to language. It's, yeah. So uh, I don't usually read emails like this, but I'm going to read this one in honor of Danielle's. Uh, joining the podcast. So, so uh, fuck you, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, NeoGAF. No, um, what? Wow. No, no. The NeoGAF threads about this podcast are delightful about The Adult Thumbs mega thread is really good. that are not about this podcast that are, are not. You go to two places on the internet. Nice. You go to the Adult Forums and you go to the NeoGAF <laughs> thread about Adult mega Thumbs. thread. And those are the only places you fucking read about <laughs> strangers talking about video games. That are, that are nice about me. What's so funny is the idle forums are so good that when somebody steps over the line a little bit, like it is a fucking like to get the montage of like the scandalized British house. (laughs) You come into our house, (laughs) like it's a whole fucking thing. It's really nice. It's beautiful. It's It's very self policing. It's quite impressive. It's really beautiful. Um, All right. So hey, thumbs. I'd had your show download, downloading in iTunes for the past year, but never took the time to listen until Danielle joined the crew. Good. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> since then, I've started listening every week, and I've fallen in love with it. It's nice to have a woman's voice on a panel discussing not just women's issues in gaming and the industry, but to get a woman's perspective on non-women's issues as well. Not that you guys have an anti-women perspective. It's just nice to hear it from someone like me. It's a recent trend in the games industry, and I love it. Also, Danielle is such a fucking badass. That's a definite plus. Wow. Uh, Julia M. Velez. You so, are wow. a badass. Thank yeah. you so, so much. You were like, genuinely touched there for a minute. I really, I really honestly am. You're have a glass of wine you got verklempt. I did. I, <laughs> I got a little verklempt. We're all sitting here right? with glasses of wine. This is Not me. Ludicrous. Yeah, you have to ride a motorcycle. Right. That's right. <laughs> you had nothing. I had a beer earlier. I know, it's fine. Not at the break. Yeah, but that really is extremely I like that she called you a badass. Yeah, no, you actually really. Are. That, that goes right yeah. there for me. Badass there was is a, like the highest compliment. I heard, I heard a stranger me. at the International say, oh my god, is that Brad Muir? It was. <laughs> god. And there was a pause. And the guy in the strength, this kid, just goes, that guy's such a badass. <laughs> I'm like, so you do not yeah, know Brad Muir. Yeah, he's Pat fucking Tillman. Yeah, he's fucking like Army Ranger over there. <laughs> Soft as rotten fruit. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I love him, but he's not a badass. He's a million great things. No, Mensch of the amazing, universe, an amazing sweetheart, yeah, brilliant, absolutely. great game designer, wonderful friend. I'm, I'm champion, toasting him Champion now. human being. <laughs> not a badass. But I, with you, I was like, I when toast. you said, oh, she's a badass. I was like, yeah. yeah thank true. you. No, those she are really incredibly kind words. And I just want to say thank you. And thank you to all the people who have been very welcoming and You're very welcome. wonderful. Yes. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So AJ Small <laughs> says, in episode, oh, titled female, actually, Jaws Unleashed Unleashed. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, yes. This has got to be about how we, how we dropped the ball on that. In episode 166, you mentioned Jaws Unleashed. In 2006, I was working on that title as part of a <gasps> testing team. Oh, my Way God. better than what I thought we were going to go. Yes. Okay, good. This is why. This at is why the we time, do the podcast. At the time, Majesco was in dire, uh, Majesco was in dire financial straits. Having <laughs> so they were Majesco. Oh, okay, at the time, Majesco. At the time, oh, Majesco. <laughs> oh, so in their 12-year history, they... <laughs> 
Um, at the time, Majesco, NASDAQ, cool, where it was in dire financial straits after having bombed with Psychonauts and Advent Rising. They did live high in the hog on um, Cooking Mama for a while. Oh, that's that right. was later. Yeah. And Jaws Unleashed seemed to have been put together as an but afterthought. They also, lived, they also lived high on the hog with like SpongeBob SquarePants GBA <laughs> video true. cartridges. And Zumba, Zumba World Fitness. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that episode of SpongeBob I don't know how high they were on the hog at that point. They might have been like <laughs> mid-hog. That was, yeah, they, were, mid- they were mid-hog. They were, they were mid-hog. mid-hog. Yeah. It's like, uh, keep reading the email quick. <laughs> what? An- dubbed anime Jake Rodkin. <laughs> Read the email quick. To put it into perspective, money had been lavished on Psychonauts translation in Europe, hiring voice talent like the person who did the German voice acting for Bart Simpson to do the German version of Raz and taking several extra months to get it all done. That was also the person who plays Max in Germany, including the Telltale Crazy. localizations, which wow. also they like burn money on. For, anyway, for German Sam Max, <laughs> everyone loves that German guy. <laughs> it's because that, that actor character. is like, that guy's living high on the hog. Yeah, he Excuse is. me. I was going to try to pretend to say that in German. No, even that's what you already know. No, it's because... Can I know the Hagenheit? I know what? Stop. Uh, it's because... Uh, I'm sorry that we keep splitting up this guy's email, but it's because Germany loves adventure games. Yeah. That actor oh, voiced a ton of characters in German translations of adventure games in the 90s, like being the voice of Max in Sam and Max. That makes sense. So that's why they're like, so they have more how do we Max, get the German 90s adventure Max game audience? continuity than we do in this country. Yes. Yeah, that actor played Max in everything other than the cartoon show. But yeah, uh, I think that it's like the publisher's go-to way to like get the German Race fans to know that yeah, you really yeah, yeah. care. Like, right, Look, okay, we got yeah, the yeah, classic yeah. Got 90s voice that guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, so he says, uh, to put it into perspective, money had been lavished on Psychonauts transition in Europe. But Jaws Unleashed was given two days of critical platform-related testing with us oh and expected to go out the door. Except it was a complete mess. Appaloosa, the developer, had worked on Echo the Dolphin for the Dreamcast, a much-overlooked title, and poured over the engine. I forgot that the developer of this made Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, yeah, that's a really Um, I think the original Echo the Dolphin also. Oh, really? Appaloosa made that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Like, I think there's a direct... Yeah, someone look it up. I think there's a direct line between Echo the Dolphin and Jaws Unleashed. Um, (laughs) Well, they're both... uh, Anyway, they'd been working on Echo the Dolphin... The original was made by Nova Trade International? Was that the publisher Hmm. or the developer? Developer. Oh, okay. Maybe not. I could have What's sworn... What's the name of the company? Appaloosa. Appaloosa, like the horse. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they'd been working on Echo the Dolphin for the Dreamcast and ported the engine, ported over the engine with little thought for the differences between the two platforms. I will say they actually got the free-roaming feel of being the shark across quite well, and at the time I was surprised that the game was actually enjoyable. It made sense to go on psychotic rampages, munching on jet skiers, because it was completely <laughs> oh, in character. Oh, you're right. It was the same. They were Nova Trader International, but they were... Um, Became Appaloosa Interactive after uh, at a, after a time, but nice. yeah, yeah. Nova Trade and Appaloosa are the same developer. Nice, crazy. Um, it was completely in character, and the developers added touches like if you stayed still, you lost health, which forced you to be constantly on the move and ramped up tension in some of the admittedly ludicrous missions, <laughs> like navigating a World War II underwater minefield and throwing barrels into tankers. <laughs> As a shark. Yeah. So what was supposed to be two days of work turned into two months with extra people to do playthroughs. Majesco was clearly unhappy about this, but had no choice as the game failed submission and they needed to make sure it was shippable. At the time, this was thought to be the game that would bury Majesco. The shocking part was that when it came out, the game sold 250,000 copies, 10 times what Psychonauts did on launch, uh, which was 24,000 worldwide. And instead of burying Majesco, it brought them back from the brink. It was much reviled among the press. Alex Navarro is particularly harsh at GameSpot, but I also, thought it, I also felt it was unfairly knocked. 
Thanks for talking about Jaws Unleashed as it brought back, brought back fond memories of 12-hour shifts and Grand Theft jugulars. <laughs> AJ, TW Mac from the forums. I bet Jaws Unleashed would do better in a post-Sharknado oh, world. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, totally. Because at the time, Majesco couldn't sell it, or they chose not to sell it as, as like, fun schlock, but you can totally... Right. you could do that you now. You could do that, do that now. now. It could yeah, be a downloadable game. In a, in a Piranha or whatever. Yeah, that's Piranha said, 3D it world, did 250,000 yeah. units in its launch window. The, the, the little tidbit drop of the Psychonauts numbers. As somebody who's bought that game three times... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Seriously. Right. I own three copies of Psychonauts. Yeah, yeah I do too. Um, do you want to... Outlandish idea. Mm-hmm. Physical reader mail. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay. Do we? A physical oh, thing. Jake's oh, pawing oh, at it. Oh, it's oh. a present. It's like Christmas I in July. Oh, we call it a present present because it's here. Whoa. It because it's now. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not in the face. past. <laughs> your fucking face. <laughs> so oh good. Oh, I'd is, make that joke ten times. To <laughs> this is really exciting. It, it says it's made with love. Uh, that's marketing. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. Let's wait. I choose to believe it. This is, this is a like sealed a box. Pack that We're looking at like a 18 by 24 inch box. I'm thinking scissors might make this uh, um, do we have anything a more that... enjoyable journey. A pen? Let's see I okay. Let's give this a shot. This is a live unboxing. Radio unboxings are the rage. I'll take the sound of that. I know. Great Foley. Some good... Yeah, you can use that someday. And look, I, I learned as a Toys R Us employee back in You've worked everywhere. If you were like, oh, during my time in the Nixon White House, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was hard. I had to do some time travel there, but we, we made it happen. Oh, my God, your pen just totally ate it on that one. Oh, that's fine. Wait, so what did you learn at Toys R Us? Oh, I learned how to... Uh, when you're cutting, when you're using a box cutter, not that this isn't a box cutter, <laughs> but you're always going away from the body. That was in the safety video. You learned video. that at Toys R Us? You don't always learn that? Oh, at the safety video. Okay. Yeah, it was a safety video at Toys R Us. I would love to see that video. I worked at Toys R Us in the winter. Did Jeffrey Giraffe deliver the speech? You Joffrey? Would have been video? better. Joffrey Giraffe? Joffrey the Giraffe. It's an asshole. That t-shirt exists. They poison him. I'm sure it does. All right, Is we that got just this. like G-E-O-F? Joffrey's a character from Game of Thrones, a show that you have not oh. seen. Anyway, the the holiday season immediately <laughs> God, preceding. You got to bleep that. But you're making a joke about how what? kids pronounce Joffrey wrong. I made a joke about Joffrey. You know what happens, Joffrey? To Joffrey. The, the jerk. Oh, we got to you. You got spoilers. People actually care about spoilers for that show. Well, you should watch it. All right. Oh, you did. It. You did it. Yeah. Sorry. You, you can play muscle the rest of it. Right. What's up? You can play this. You just just Hulk just out. Just, so. just Hulk right. yeah. it out. Come on, you're the strongest person in the room. I want to take us to the gun show. Well, it's quite taped, actually. Let's let's make incisions. I used to be an EMT too. Actually. Jesus Christ! Of course, <laughs> it's a true fact. Certified in the state of Massachusetts. If I was like, I've always wanted to go hang gliding. Right? Oh, I'm a certified hang gliding instructor. <laughs> Anytime you want. We'll go up to Sutro Heights and just... I have gone hang gliding before. <laughs> Are you 179 years old? <laughs> I am... Are you a vampire? I am 30... I've only... I've never hung out with you during the day. I am 30 human years old. But in dog years. <laughs> Are you a dog? <laughs> Are you an immortal dog? <laughs> only for like I'm actually years. a dog EMT. I actually went hang gliding as a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dog EMT. <laughs> All right, this one little piece of tape is giving me some, some troubles. All right, we got this. Okay. And now, 
from the moment we've Live. all been waiting for. In Live your ears. On the radio. <laughs> Live to tape. It's a painting. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's wrapped in bubble tape and you can't really see. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do the bubble tape part, too. I'm going to try to You'll pop every part. individual I bubble. I wish it was wrapped in bubble tape. This is a painting <laughs> of <laughs> Danielle. Bubble tape. Like, Not just all Just a roll tape. of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> wrapped in bubble tape in a bed of uh, Big League Chew. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is beautiful. That's someone's just shitty installation art. It was lovingly art. made by Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Thank, thanks, Jeremy. Jeremy was not the artist. Jeremy no. was not the artist, but Jeremy... Uh, Jeremy was the frame guy. Framed this. It, uh, it has a 100% lifetime love guarantee. That doesn't sound enforceable. <laughs> So oh this God. is a this is a we should explain what's actually happening. Okay. This is Danielle is, is unwrapping a portrait of herself this is... in the style of the portraits in our office of Jake, Nick, Jay Allard, and Bobby Kotick. This is the most special by the same artist who did those. Who is uh... Blambo? <laughs> yes, Blambo from the forums. Who is Ray Chen? Yeah. an excellent artist. Great guy. Yeah. That's freakish. When you actually, it is it weird. Is. You're also wearing the same color shirt. <laughs> I mean, I really love how they how they gave me like this cute little suit. I, I think like it's that actually you're wearing a tie. Really nice. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah, I look very dapper, and then I'm also wrapping but my you're hands like for wrapping boxing. your hand because yeah. you beat the shit out of some yeah. guy. And I'm making kind of like a yeah, what's up, bro? Kind of motion as well. It's good. Yeah, I I am just in awe of this object in my hands right now. If you go to blog.idlethumbs.net, we'll have uh, pictures up of this. Yep, this blessed event. It's actually on the Twitter feed right now oh, at wow. idlethumbs. So. Thank you, listeners, for sending us cheese and a painting of Danielle this week. <laughs> <laughs> two wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And in exchange for that, we talked about two video games. <laughs> See? Who, You're welcome. Who brought Tip us all tat. these? Uh, yeah. Who brought us all these wonderful delights this week? This week? Yeah. This was brought to us by a new sponsor. Yeah. World of Tanks is a 15 on 15 multiplayer game that's free to play. It's a world full of tanks. It's a like. Think of the world. Think how many tanks would fit in that world. Then think of that many tanks. That's how many. In total. Which is many. Yeah. A world of thanks to World of Tanks. A new sponsor of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that video game. That's playtanks.us with the new offer code thumbs. Thanks, tanks. Thanks, thanks. Tanks for the memories. That is a hell of a portrait. It, is it really is. really... Amazing. It's just good because it's this. It, the colors are right, yeah. unlike yeah. all the other ones. Like they really. <laughs> Ouch! Oh, oh, don't put that on the podcast. I just there. It's it's in it's in uncanny how close to skin tone and hair color it it's is. True. It yeah. Is really, really, very me. I like that your hands are wrapped in the manner of a boxer, but you're still throwing up the fucking I know. horns. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yep. I have a very fierce expression. An appropriate thing to receive in a week where you were you were called a badass and you didn't even know. It really is. This is kind of my fantasy come to well, life. I'm right glad here. we could be here. Yeah, we're kind of like your waifus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my my harem of waifus. <laughs> You're welcome. Wind uh, down. <laughs> <laughs> what? Somebody had to get us out of this podcast. Danielle, you're going on the shitter. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's really, it's appropriate. I like to talk about poop. That's true. You know. You're, you're, I would say you're pro-poop. I'm uh, definitely a pro-poop girl. 
Can I? <laughs> I'm a pro poop girl on an MP3. Just put that in the episode. I need a new backwards. text message ringtone. This is episode 170. It's just that file. <laughs> just spread out over 70 minutes, though. So that then if someone speaks, they're just. No, but then I'm a pro poop girl. What? <laughs> okay, I need an MP3 of both of those back to back of Jake saying it and her saying it. <laughs> yep. Oh, so you guys are big Giant Bomb fans then? 